0: Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of the Mentally Fit Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, B,
1: And I'm Dan Pierce. And today we will be talking with sex and relationship expert, Dr. Kate Balastrieri. And a lot of you may not know, uh, some of you do, but in addition to being the co-founders of Mentally Fit, B and I are also in a relationship. And like many of you, we have had our ups and downs during this whole COVID-19 stay-at-home situation. So we thought it would be great to talk to Dr. Kate about ways to improve your relationship, improve your intimacy, and overcome the challenges that you face with your partner during self-isolation. So I hope you enjoy this episode. I know that it's going to be a great talk and you're going to get a lot out of it. So let's jump right in.
2: Thanks so much for having me on your show today. I'm Dr. Kate Balistrieri. I'm a licensed clinical and forensic psychologist, a certified sex therapist, certified sex addiction therapist, and a packed trained couples therapist. I'm the founder of Modern Intimacy, a psychotherapy practice in Los Angeles and Miami, and an online platform for all different kinds of content related to mental health, relationships, sexuality, and recovery. You can check us out at modernintimacy.com or on Instagram at themodernintimacy. I work with people individually, and I work with a lot of couples, and there's some similarities to the things that people are talking about, but some pretty stark differences with people who are coupled up versus people who are single experiencing this shelter-in-place dynamic that we're all living in right now. And I would say for the people who are in relationships who already live together or who have chosen to live together for this shelter in place time, we're seeing a lot of um, uh, fire by trial decisions being made. So people are really kind of thinking about how they've been living their lives and how they want to be living their lives, moving forward and making decisions. So I'm seeing people sort of inch toward uh, making breakup decisions and divorce decisions. Um, I'm also seeing a lot of people say, you know, we've been idling in place for a while. Let's make a commitment to be together. And it's, there's a lot of kind of intensity happening right now, even though we're all sort of stuck at home.
0: Yeah, I have definitely have been hearing and seeing a lot about that between the memes And just conversations that i've been having with people like yeah Yeah. definitely like you said a lot of intense decisions
2: yeah yeah and the other fun thing that's been happening i i don't say fun to sort of make light of our situation but you know we are humans at the end of the day and we're all quirky beings so a lot of the couples that i work with are learning a lot about their partners that they just didn't know before you know they're Mm -hmm. They're learning about how they show up at work and what changes in their personalities. They're learning about how they deal with stress, how they see the world existentially, what's important to them and you know how they kind of regress. Because when we're in this dynamic of not knowing what we don't know <laughs> about what's going to happen in the future, Ultimately, a lot of people regress into earlier states of understanding, earlier states of development. So we're seeing a lot of people show up and their nervous system uh, bandwidth is different. And so when we're more taxed in terms of our bandwidth and everything's new at once, everyone's learning how to function at home and live together differently and navigate the uncertainty, that's a lot, takes a lot of Uh, energy to just sort of do that and so people are regressing they're watching sillier shows or they're being goofier at home and a lot of people are appreciating that appreciating like seeing these different sides of their partners so it's been kind of sweet in that way
1: yeah I actually just talked to a guy uh, last week who said that him and his wife were on the verge of getting a divorce mm-hmm. and coronavirus like put a hold on that whole situation mm-hmm. and now they're actually doing much better oh
0: wow yeah. yeah yeah
1: so it's interesting to see how it's playing out for so many different people and uh conversely i've heard um that a lot of like domestic violence has gone yes. up unfortunately yeah. Um, so it's just there's so many areas of life that this is changing and relationships, I think, is at the top of that list.
2: Yes. And I'm so glad that you brought that up, Dan, because this is one of those unique moments in history when we are being asked to isolate. And that's not always a safe, safe space to be in for people. So anyone mm. who is struggling with addiction issues or mental health symptoms, they are likely to see a higher um, spike in their symptoms or in their addictive behaviors because fear compels coping strategies, right? And when we're talking about domestic violence, this is one of those situations that unfortunately, domestic violence will likely see a huge spike because really when you think about it, what's at the core of domestic violence? Fear, control, and power, and those are all things that we don't have right now as a culture. We don't have control yeah. over what's happening. We don't feel like we have a lot of power and people are really scared about that and it doesn't feel good. So that's likely to ignite a lot of, um, dangerous violence, sexual, physical, emotional, financial, I think we're at yeah. a lot of scary situations.
1: Yeah. I want to, um, we definitely want to make sure we talk on a positive, day, <laughs> but I do want to say, um, for anyone that's dealing with any domestic violence situation, like you're not alone, so definitely reach out. Um, Kate, Dr. Kate, are there any resources that you can recommend for people if they happen to be in a situation like that? Yes,
2: yes, there are. And I'm really glad that you're bringing that up because there are hotlines that people can contact. Um, The hotline.org is a great resource, and that number is 1-800-799-7233 for any domestic violence. That's a great hotline to call. Yeah,
1: definitely reach out to somebody. Uh, you're definitely not alone. And um, you can always reach out to us at Mentally Fit and we can make sure you get connected to resources.
2: Same. Same here. People can shoot me a DM or email me at Kate at modernintimacy.com and I'm happy to get you aligned with some resources near you.
1: Awesome. So let's let's get into more um, more uh, generative positive territory okay. here. Let's talk about how can people uh that are in a relationship, how can they improve intimacy in times where uh, stress is high, you know, and date night isn't an option anymore, (laughs) and you're around each other all the time. Um, You know, I think it's very relatable for a lot of people. I know that we're definitely, you know, we have our ups and downs, Mm -hmm. me and I. And I would just love to hear from you. What are some tips and strategies that couples can use during times like
2: this? Yeah, this is a great question. And one thing I, I just want to kind of ask about is why is date night off the table?
0: Mm. Technically, it's not. We've been having. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, I
0: guess
1: I haven't <laughs> been categorizing it as such, but. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that
2: that's I mean, I think you bring up such a great point, right? Like we have to get a little bit more creative in our date nights right now. But this is actually a great time for people who are not necessarily experiencing direct threats to their safety, either health wise, financially. Um, There's an opportunity here to really dive deeper into your relationship and use this time to reconnect and get creative with each other. So, you know, some of the ideas that I like in terms of date night are creating, well, first of all, creating independent space. And that can be really challenging in small spaces like sharing an apartment or things like that. But, you know, try to go for a walk by yourself throughout the day or just be in different rooms or different sides of the room if you're sharing a studio. And just, you know, curate some independent time and space so that you can come back together and have things to talk about that you haven't already participated in together throughout the day. So, you know, go watch a movie by yourself or watch the news or cook a meal, take a walk, give yourself a break from each other. And then you can set a time in the calendar to actually come together with intention and cook a meal together or order in and watch a movie. you know, people are talking a lot about how they're living in yoga pants and sweatpants and shorts, and and that can be great. You know, and if that's something that you are loving, do more of it, please. But for some people, they really feel like it's kind of making the idea of romance a little too familiar and a little too, you know, hard to obtain. So, you know, take a chance to Take a shower, do your hair, get dressed up, put on clothes that you would wear to go out to a restaurant and actually sit down at your dining room table if you have one or the coffee table or make a picnic on your floor and, you know, spend time together. And I think, you know, it can be really fun to like bring out different activities like ad libs or um games that you haven't played in a while on your like board game or asking each other 20 questions or playing truth or dare you don't have to spend a lot of money to just get really fun and creative and you know dive into getting to know your partner in a new way
0: oh yeah i definitely agree danny and i have been doing a lot of that we did some personality quizzes <laughs> online um, how well do you really know me we did karaoke, which I never <laughs> thought Danny would do karaoke with me.
2: Like, I never thought this
0: would happen. And
2: What did you both sing? I have to know.
0: Oh, my God. We, we sing. We did Sweet Caroline. Classic. We did. I feel like we did some Beyonce. We definitely did. I mean,
1: you were there, so I'm sure. Beyonce
0: <laughs> um, we did. We did a whole bunch of. A, a number of songs like probably six or seven songs I think we did Lizzo nice exactly how I feel and just really went in um Danny ordered an um, ukulele oh wow started learning how to play that so we're yeah. gonna write a song together
2: <laughs> you guys are <laughs> killing it this is great
0: yeah it's, just, it's been amazing
1: I was gonna say it's just pure boredom but it's also love it's <laughs> boredom and love mixed together you know I, um, it opens you up to trying new things, right?
0: Especially men. <laughs>
2: yeah. What are you saying, B?
0: am uh, saying I definitely don't think he would have done the personality quizzes, karaoke, art night, and that stuff with me if we weren't in
1: quarantine. I'm, I'm open-minded. You know? <laughs> you well, that
2: is one of the greatest gifts of this quarantine is that if, again, if if you have the bandwidth to kind of open yourself up to new opportunities and new experiences... It can be so fun to do something like write a song together. I love that.
1: <laughs> yeah, it has been a lot of fun to learn new mm-hmm. things and try new things. Um I never thought I would try the I mean I'd always wanted to try the ukulele, but it just never seemed like there was the kind of mm-hmm. time or there was the right time. So, I've just been enjoying trying all the new mm. things that you know usually get tabled or just never That's get done. That's so cool. That is- What are you trying during the
2: pandemic? (laughs) Um, Well, we have a lot of different things that we've been toying with. Um, You know, one of the things that I've been wanting to do for a long time is sort of get re-immersed in a foreign language. So, you know, I historically took classes to learn Spanish, French and Italian many, many, many moons ago, but I haven't practiced those languages for years. So I've been trying to kind of get reacquainted with them and so my partner and i are sort of playing around with speaking in different tongues with each other he speaks kudrati as a a native language and so we're he's trying to teach me different phrases and that's been fun to wrap my brain around a, a whole new language that i have no familiarity with um we're working on training the dog because frankly i'm a terrible dog trainer and it.
1: Don't say that. Genza is a queen. She is. is That's
2: right. She is, and she'll tell you that. Um, (laughs) But we've been working on teaching her new tricks and getting her excited about fun things. So that's been really cool. Um, And then, you know, of course, being a sex therapist, uh, I'll open up the conversation to ways that couples can get more intimate. And um, there are some really cool... Um, activities and and sets that couples can order. There's a, a company that I really love called the Playbox LA. And each month they come up with a new sort of box of intimacy accessories that couples can familiarize themselves with. But the thing that I love about this is it's not just like a box of sex toys that you get. They actually have cards that acquaint you with the whole sensory experience of being Mm. and they walk you through different things that you can try with your partner and each of the accessories in the box is linked to a different sensory experience and so whether you're sexual or not it gives you a really kind of fun set of new tools to explore pleasure from a from a whole body sensory experience you know not just jumping to an intercourse moment so that's really a cool way to get acquainted with your partner and the things that you know, their body responds to from a sense perspective. So smell, taste, touch, sound, and visually um, interesting cues. And that's opened up for a lot of couples that I work with a whole new panoply of ways to to play together. That's a fun thing to do. Wow, that's really cool. I've heard of Playbox
0: LA and I've been wanting to back, they were doing like Mm -hmm. events before all of this Mm -hmm. was going on. Um, and I've been wanting to go to one of their events, so that's really cool that they have that box. I definitely would love. Thank to check you. That the, out. the owners
2: of Playbox l a, Nicole and Avi are just so sweet, and they're a couple that's really committed to having a conscious relationship. And so all the events that they have and all of the products that they um, put together are curated with that in mind. So that can be a really fun thing for couples to to embark on together, you know, as well as, getting curious with each other about other ways to be intimate and really developing emotional intimacy and using this time to talk about like, what are your fears? What are your loves? What are your hopes? What are your joys? What are your passion projects? How can I support you? How am I attuned to you? What could I do better? These are really cool conversations to have right now when we have the time to sit down and be present with each other.
0: Mm, Yeah, that's definitely so true. And I, For myself, I definitely like this time has been an opportunity to see kind of like just where we are in terms of supporting each other, which has been really beautiful because to be honest, this has been the most emotionally unstable that I think I've ever been in my life. It's like one day I wake up and I'm like, I'm like, oh, this is fine. And I'm like dancing and I'm singing and I'm having a great day. And then the next day I wake up and I'm like in a pit of darkness mm. and I have cramps. It's like my cramps are ignited by the stress sure. and then the stress is ignited by the cramps. So then I have days where I'm like, I will just go cry oh. in the shower. But I've been just so up and down and it's been cool just to see how Danny supports me in that. Cause I'm normally really emotionally just mm-hmm. like regulated. Um, so this is like a new side of myself that I'm experiencing um and it's been cool to just see how you know the support is there and i definitely
1: appreciate Aww, that so that's much
2: that's so sweet i love hearing that you guys are so connected in that way it's awesome yeah.
1: yeah on a good day you know but i think it's important to note also there's days where you're feeling bad and i'm feeling bad and that is yeah. really hard yeah um and i know a lot of people are dealing yeah. with that right now so that's um, a what would you say is the best way to for people that are in a relationship and they're kind of grinding mm-hmm. each other's gears? What's the best way to reset right now today and um, in, enroll their partner in this reset and actually start over? Yeah, that's that's later? a great
2: question. And, and it's one of the things that is coming up for people. Well, there are a couple of things. Right. One, we're living in tight quarters. A lot of people are living in tight quarters. And even if your quarters are bigger, just being in the same space every day can be so taxing. And, and we don't have a lot of other outside opportunities for stimuli. So it can be really challenging just that in and of itself. But also, I think it's important to remember that this is a time when uncertainty is the only common ground. And that can kick up a lot of unresolved trauma for people You know that they may have been... You know, able to tolerate and they may have been regulating pretty well, but now when they're in this situation where there's a lot of uncertainty in the world and they're without some of their normal coping skills like being able to go to the gym or go to work or hang out with friends and do the things that allowed them to keep everything right sized, people's emotions are really um, likely to be much bigger and feel more tenuous and in their face so that can be really challenging and it doesn't happen at the same time for couples all the time so one partner like you guys said one of you might be doing really well and one of you might be having a really challenging day and sometimes the challenging days are on the same day and so i think it's really key for everyone to remember that each person is going through this at a different pace and with different experiences that color how they see what's in front of them and so it's so 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 important to really just be empathic and you don't have to understand what your partner's going through to be empathic you don't have to agree with it to show up for them you know but this is a really great opportunity a real like a call to action if you will to be able to hold space for whatever your partner's going through and have that be okay at the same time you might be going through something similar or different you know we really have to um step up and acknowledge that everybody is just sort of sitting with something different in every changing moment and that is okay because you're not going to feel one way about what's happening this whole time that it's happening
1: yeah that makes sense nice
0: can you tell us a little bit more about i know we spoke a little bit before um the call about your new practice modern intimacy can you tell us a little bit more about that like what does modern int- intimacy mean um and how can people find
2: yeah thank you thank that? you for bringing that up so modern intimacy is um a new practice and company that i've started and you know my vision with this is to bring a lot of content written and video out for people that really celebrates um you know how our relationships with everybody so with friends family romantic partners and mostly with ourselves how those relationships are changing in a modern world you know we can't rely on how we did relationships 20 years ago anymore because the landscape of how we live our lives is completely different with the advent of technology and especially now with everything that's happening in this pandemic we have a lot more opportunities to connect but in different ways and i wanted to create a practice and a company that honored the changing way that we can show up for ourselves and for each other so this practice and organization is all about creating a safe space that is inclusive for everyone regardless of their gender their sexuality their racial background their religious practices their financial situation you know any of the other things that we can tend to categorize ourselves and other people in modern intimacy is a space that is inclusive of everyone and has a lot of different access points for people to get information so there's a lot of free videos and free blogs that are written not just by me and my staff but by other professionals in different disciplines you know, this is a holistic model because we don't just live in a vacuum of mental health or physical health or financial health, all of our different domains of life are intertwined. And so this practice really draws in experts from medical fields, um, legal fields, uh, fitness fields and, and really we're bringing together a collective voice to talk about how we can be in relationship more effectively and more in a more satisfying way. So that's really the vision and we have different online courses for people who maybe can't get access to experts that you know are outside their geographical limits um we have therapists that we work with around the world that people will be able to learn from and get information from so it's a a really cool platform and i'm really excited to be launching it in the next couple of weeks
1: amazing it's so exciting congratulations that's awesome do you you.
0: have a date yet that people can kind of look out for um to know when things
2: are going to be like launched and ready to go (laughs) well for anyone who's created a website you know you've got lots of dates and lots of (laughs) because (laughs) you know if you want to do it right you've got to take the time to put in so i think right now may 1st is is an ideal date but people can go to modernintimacy.com right now and give us their email address and we're collecting those. And we've got like 20 blogs already ready to go from all different experts and, you know, really cool information and um, products and and things, resources coming their way, which I'm I'm so happy to feature Mentally Fit on there as one of the programs that I'm personally recommending because I love the work that you guys are doing. And thank you. this is what the platform is for. It's to make resources available so that people have access to stuff that can help them.
1: Amazing, thank you so much for including us on that. Yeah. Um, and for coming in to talk today. I know a lot of people, they've been just asking us about, you know, sex and relationships and mm-hmm. I'm just glad that we could cover this topic today.
2: Me too, me too. Are there any other questions you think people want to hear about before we sign off?
1: Um, no, I think we covered yeah, a good think- amount of, of ground today. Uh, one thing I would like to ask you is what if like, what is your number one intimacy building exercise that couples can do today to start improving their relationship?
2: What's oh. the top
1: number one most suggested exercise that you recommend?
2: Fantastic question. And I have a great suggestion. It's totally free and couples can do it anywhere. Perfect. And that, that is eye gazing. So what is eye gazing? It's really a simple practice in theory and it's, it can be very challenging for couples to do. But you sit down, just gaze in each other's eyes with no words, no words are exchanged at all. Now, I recommend couples try to do this for four minutes a day, that, that can feel like a lot. So maybe start with 30 seconds, start with a minute, start with two minutes, you know, increase the amount of time you spend just looking in each other's eyes and be prepared for a lot of different emotions you know couples might giggle people might cry they might feel anger they might feel love they might feel gratitude they might feel fear shame it can be a whole roller coaster of emotions but doing this for a couple minutes a day gives couples an opportunity to really align their nervous systems to develop more empathy for each other and to stay connected in a way that words can't even begin to touch because we have an absolutely different way of communicating in this implicit sense than we can with words, which are ex- it's an explicit form of communication. So we have to get our bodies in sync. And eye gazing is a great way to start that process. And couples who practice this daily will almost immediately start seeing a shift in the way they relate to each other.
1: Wow, that sounds uh, really interesting and uh, really difficult. So I'm excited <laughs> yeah. to try it out.
0: Yeah, oh, I'm yeah. A lot. I'm definitely nervous um, <laughs> because I have a hard time looking in people's eyes
2: mm-hmm. in general. Mm-hmm. So, All
1: yeah. Right. Well, we're going to explore this and see what happens. We'll let you know how it
2: goes. <laughs> yeah, please do. Let me know. I can't wait to hear about it.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Really appreciate your time today.
2: Thank you. Thanks so much. I really appreciate being invited.
1: Thanks so much for joining us today. Come join us in the continued conversation on this topic in the mentally fit community at joinmentallyfit.com. And we will see you over there. I'm looking forward to discussing this with you and finding out what your experience is like with that eye gazing exercise. I know that one (laughs) is going to be an interesting one. So I'm excited to check it out myself. With that said, we're going to sign off. Hope you have a great day.